This is Dom Bettinelli, the CEO of SQPN, with a brief but very important message. For more than a decade, SQPN has produced the Catholic faith and pop culture podcasts that you love. We're a nonprofit organization, so it's only your generosity that lets us carry out our mission. We haven't run a fundraiser in two years, and that's why we need to ask for your help right now. Please make a pledge of whatever amount you can afford to help us continue providing your favorite podcasts, as well as exciting new ones we have planned. To make your pledge and find out about the free thank you gifts we'd like to send you, visit sqpn.com slash give. That's sqpn.com slash give. Thank you for your generosity. May we hear from you today? You're listening to The Secrets of Movies and TV Shows. Hi, I'm Dom Bettinelli, and you're listening to The Secrets of Christmas Movies, where we will discuss the hidden layers and deeper meanings, maybe not so deep, but we'll see, of Christmas, our favorite Christmas movies. And joining me today on the panel are Shelly Kelly. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Dom. And Andrew Hermes. Hi, Andrew. Hello, Dom. And Merry Christmas to you both uh, as this uh, as this is recorded, and then as, as this episode goes out, we're a couple days away from Christmas itself, but... You know, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> Thanks. So uh, before we get started, folks, I just want to give you uh, th- this is our last uh, episode of Secrets of Movies and TV Shows before the end of the year. And so I wanted to say, as we approach Christmas, it's the day we receive the greatest gift of all in Jesus Christ. And we spend this time thinking about giving. We give gifts to others in remembrance of the gift that Jesus gives to us. And and that's a, that's a wonderful sentiment. And what that why I bring that up is, is it's not purely a mercenary purpose, but uh, SQPN has been undergoing a, a giving campaign for the last couple of months um, in order to, to uh, meet our budget for the coming year uh, in order to bring you these podcasts. In fact, in, and that ends on December 31st, our, our giving campaign. Um, and this is our, my last opportunity to ask you on this uh, podcast if you for your support. Um, we are very grateful to those of you who have contributed thus far, uh, but we're not where we want to be at this point. I just, to be quite honest, we, we, we need to be further along. We need to raise more money uh, in order to reach our, our, our needs, not even <laughs> really goals, but just our basic needs. So if you could please consider uh, becoming a supporter of uh, SQPN through a gift or pledge at sqpn.com slash giving. Our ability to bring you this, the variety of podcasts we do depends entirely on the support of listeners like you. And to be honest, we have a bunch of new podcasts that we got coming in the new year that we'd like to bring you. But like I said, our ability to do that depends on us having the budget to, to, to spend on that and to, and to do those sorts of things. So, um, you know, we, we really uh, would appreciate if you would consider a gift at this time. Uh, keep in mind that SQPN is a 501c3 nonprofit, so your gifts are tax deductible. Uh, keeping in mind your own tax situation, whether you're a U.S. citizen or uh, that sort of thing. But we are a 501c3 nonprofit, and thus your gifts can be tax deductible as we push into the year. So if you could go to sqpn.com/giving right now, and then come back to the podcast, that would be great. So uh, we're talking now about Christmas movies. And the, the question we, we bring up right up the front is, what is a Christmas movie? How do we define a Christmas movie? Now, I'll, I'll throw something out. We could talk about it a little bit. But uh, uh, but I would say a Christmas movie is a movie. So it just, you know, a movie as opposed to a TV show that takes place um, at Christmas. So it's set at least substantially or in, in large part around Christmas. And involves something to do. Christmas is a part of the plot. It doesn't have to be primarily about Christmas, but Christmas has to be part of the plot. That's that's sort of how I think of a Christmas movie. And you, as I go through um, the movies that I think of as Christmas movies, you'll see what I mean. Um, any any objections to that or amendments you guys want to throw in there for for Christmas movies? What do you think? That sounds pretty much what like. We talked about before and getting ready. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I would, I would just say, yeah, it's, uh, as long as the Christmas is a time, uh, of, uh, 
is is sort of like so sort of plays a role as as sort of just like it it's around Christmas time. I don't think like you said it doesn't necessarily have to be a part of the overall plot, but if it's Christmas Day or Christmas Eve and it just so happens that the movie takes place during that time, then I would right. consider it. If there's snow, basically. <laughs> sometimes if there's just snow in the movie, sometimes people can consider it a Christmas movie, but right. that might be too loose. Yeah, no, That doesn't work down here. Yeah. I don't know. We're, we're down in Texas. We don't get Christmas snow. Yeah, Andrew one, doesn't get one. snow yeah, Not either. in San Diego, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm the only one who ever gets snow in this, in this conversation. But uh, you get a that, lot of it. Yeah, isn't that funny that, uh, that you know, even for folks who aren't from places where they get snow, a Christmas movie you think of as a, a movie with snow and that's that that's uh, a, a big part of it well let's let's get into it we could talk about that as we go along as we discuss these um so how we're going to do this folks is we're going to do it sort of round robin style we'll each take a turn bring up one of our uh favorite christmas movies and we could talk about it and then if we get to the end and uh, we 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 need to uh, wrap things up and we have we'll still have some on our list and maybe secondary movies that we wouldn't say in our favorites We'll just kind of name name them all. Uh, sort of, uh, I've heard it. Bring out your dad, uh, sort of uh, situation. We'll just throw them all out there. Uh, so, uh, but ladies first, Shelley, what is your first Christmas movie from your list of favorites? So I really struggled with which one to mention first, and I'm going to say the one that my family watches every Christmas Eve. It's a tradition that we we pull the old DVD out because we haven't <laughs> bought it digitally yet. <laughs> And it is A Christmas Carol, mm-hmm. and it stars Patrick Stewart. Oh, yes. And I know there are so many different Christmas carols out there, but this is our favorite. And it, it has a an old story in our family. Um, didn't really care much for The Christmas Carol before. You know, we saw usual, usual grew up with the usual adaptations, George C. Scott, and the older ones and the newer ones, Scrooge. But um, Patrick Stewart, we always love from Star Trek. And he's just an amazing actor. He had a audio. I think first he had a one man stage yes. play yep. in which he did all the characters. And my husband and I, we worked at Bookstop, which was purchased by Barnes and Noble. So it's all Barnes and Noble. now. And we had the audio cassette, the actual audio cassette <laughs> of this when it first came out. And then they made it into a movie. I think it came out on TNT in 99 because we had a, our firstborn was a little baby. And we fell in love with it. He is so amazing. And it's just yeah. become the movie we go to, mostly because of Patrick Stewart and the acting he does. When he starts to laugh for the first time on that Christmas morning, and he's doing that choking, gasping, <laughs> we're all doing it along <laughs> with him. It's, it's, it's just, it's so much fun. So we always watch it on Christmas Eve. Very cool. I, I, I have to say, I've seen it, but not lately. So it's not. Um... I I mean I agree it is great and Patrick Stewart is amazing. I'm not sure why it's not in my top like not my favorite uh a Christmas carol. We could talk about that in a second. I'll I'll, I'll name mine. Uh but uh but you're right. I mean Patrick Stewart is is incredible. Uh, good, that's a good choice. Um have you seen that one Andrew? I uh same as you. I I remember seeing it sometime in my childhood probably was the last time I saw it. Yeah. Um I can picture him as Scrooge in my head but uh, i can't remember much from the movie but i, I mean patrick stewart uh, yeah. is one of the greats so yes uh, i'm gonna have to uh, dig that one up that's a good reminder shelly for, for that one hey, andrew what's your first uh pick from from your list uh my first pick is uh i think an obvious one it's home alone yeah um whenever i think of christmas movies this is the movie i think of uh it's it's the movie that uh, my whole family can quote um and there's not too many movies in common that we can do that with so mm-hmm. uh th- that's sort of special on christmas time it's obviously the movie along with the christmas story uh that's played on every cable channel uh during christmas basically on repeat um mm-hmm. and you know it's it's uh you know as a kid when you first watch it it's uh, you're you're witnessing like every boy's dream is just right. to be home alone <laughs> Uh, and just left to your own devices and, and being able to order pizza and just watch movies you're not allowed to watch and, uh, you know, try shaving and, <laughs> you know, the and then learning uh, how aftershave burns the hard way. Um, yeah. And then at the and then uh, the flip side, it's every, you know, mom's worst nightmare. Uh, mm-hmm. And 
and then uh, you see the you know the the, the genius uh, Joe Pesci and the 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 other the other actor I don't know his name yeah. I don't I don't really know if he did anything after Home Alone to be honest <laughs> uh, which is a shame because he was brilliant in that movie but um, yeah it's just one of those sem- seminal Christmas movies that will never get old and uh, you know Kevin McAllister will always you know have a place in everybody's home I think uh, for a long time. Yeah, the you know that it's such a pre-internet, pre-cell phone sort of movie too, isn't it? I mean, the the situation is such that there's no way to get in touch with him, like or or with this family, and 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 the way that they travel. I mean, it's funny. It's such a big family. I mean, I, I I've thought of this as I've traveled with my five kids at times. Like, oh, I don't want to leave one of them behind, uh, and and that sort of thing. But. Um, but I remember first time watching this and just how absolutely hysterically funny the him and the ba- you know, getting the bandits was and just how crazy funny that was uh, to me when I watched it. Just such a such a great movie. Um, one of the things that, that I've been seeing this uh, Christmas season is a meme going around was um, if Kevin McAllister uh, is left home alone on Christmas can get to church. And it shows him when he goes to church by himself, then then we can get to church on Christmas. And it was just kind of <laughs> kind of funny, uh, a funny little uh, a nudge there. I haven't there. seen that one yet. I got to find that one. That's a good oh, one. that's good. Uh, they, what was it? Home Alone 2 or 3? Was it when they were in New York? I think. Yeah, 2. Uh, 2, two yeah. which had we Donald Trump in it. Yeah. Yeah, we don't speak of 3 because Macaulay Culkin was replaced. Oh, right, right, right. They had a, it was a new actor, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the number two it had uh, had Donald Trump in it, which is without right. getting political, just a kind of funny in retrospect. Uh, so that's a good choice. That was on my list as well. Uh, I'm going to start off with the quintessential um, Christmas movie. It's a Wonderful Life, that which was my number two. Yeah, um, every year. I mean, NBC. I think a few years ago they they own It's a Wonderful Life, the rights to it, and they've decided scarcity is the thing, and so they only play it once. Unlike some of the other ones, which sort of play around the clock, they only play it once. And it's usually Christmas Eve that they play it. Um, and so I've always got that on Christmas Eve, right before the the papal mass from the Vatican, you know, the, 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 the that airs. And that's which is right before I go to midnight mass with my family. But it, that's sort of the Christmas Eve tradition and uh, such a wonderful movie um, because of the the values that are portrayed in it and just the my brother always says that he feels like he's George Bailey. He's the one who always, you know, stays left, gets left behind because he's the he stands up and does what needs to be done instead of the what he wants to do. Um, I think he's exaggerating a little bit, but <laughs> but it's such a it's such a great story of a guy who does that. Um, although I have to throw in there, there was an article I just read uh, uh, within the last week or so on uh I O nine. It's a it's a Gizmodo uh, blog um, about sci fi that says that uh, it's a wonderful life is secretly a sci fi movie. You have you have time you know, travel. I think, I think I've heard. I think <laughs> yeah. I've heard some of these theories. Yeah. Time travel, alternate dimensions, <laughs> supernatural beings. It's it's a science fiction movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, what a it's such a great. Um, exposition of the importance of every single person that when you pull a thread it unravels and and while the whole movie doesn't take place at christmas christmas is the is that linchpin moment uh in the movie and 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 it you this could have come off as a very depressing sad movie because he's going to commit suicide on christmas eve <laughs> that's all the, like the movie the, the movie stars uh or or the 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 climactic moment of the movie and uh but it does but it doesn't come off that way such a so what a what a great a great movie with a lot of great lines zuzu's pedals uh so that's that's my that's my first pick so uh i think that's back to you shelly what's what's next on your list well next was it's a wonderful life that's the one we always watch christmas day yeah and i think it's just like you said it, it it's so hopeful because it reminds us that we have had an influence and an impact on people. Every single person that we touch, it's that ripple that, that ripples out. Mm. But since we've already talked about that movie, I'll move on to my next one, which is Miracle on 34th Street. And 
I have both the original and the 1994 remake on my list. Mm. So I'll, I'll just kind of say a little bit about both. So the original comes out and it's it's in black and white. It's It wasn't as well known, I think. I, I don't know how much it's still well known. Um, and spoiler alert, when they have the the trial, there's all, so if you don't know, the little girl doesn't believe in Santa Claus. She doesn't believe in anything that's not real and, and something you can see and, and touch and, mm-hmm. and experience. And enter Santa Claus, who she is now becoming more aware of of what is this to take something on faith and um her mother wants to be very reasonable and there's a a secret wish and there's a a a trial they declare that he's crazy and they they put santa claus on trial on christmas eve Mm -hmm. so there's there's a judge and at the end of the original um Spoiler alert, he rules in favor of Santa Claus existing and being real because the post office has a government agency has decided that Santa Claus is the Santa Claus. They well, delivered all the mail. And that, in fact, obviously, the, you know, the Macy's Santa Claus, who's the specific person oh, yes. on trial, uh, they, they're trying to, to, to prove that he's crazy, uh, they, that he is the Santa Claus. Yes. 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 So when the remake came out in what, I think, 1994, I said. Yeah. And it starred Mara Wilson, and Mara Wilson is just the most adorable little girl ever since <laughs> Natalie Wood played the role. Yep. And um, I think Dylan McDermott is the the attorney Brian. And yep. I just love it. It's a sweet remake. It's it's got all the cinematic. It, it's elegant and beautiful, and and ro- rich and robust in color. And now this one's more about faith and believing in that childhood magic of Christmas. Not so much about Santa Claus, but living with faith and having. Being able to see and believe because you have faith, and I love that. And then it ends. Spoiler alert: <laughs> He's he's the judge finds Santa the the is it Macy's in this one? Macy's, yeah. The Macy's Santa Claus is the Santa Claus because the little girl comes up and gives him a Christmas card, and he opens it and he sees the dollar bill, and printed on the dollar bill it says "In God We Trust," and he decides that if the federal government can recognize that we trust in God, God a being that requires faith to believe in, that, that has an influence, then the federal government can recognize Santa Claus with the same faith to yep. believe in the magic of Christmas. And you're just like, whoa, could you <laughs> do that today? What is it, 24 years later? <laughs> yeah. 20, please tell me it's only 24. It's only 24, 24 yes. 24. <laughs> could we do, wow, 24 years, oh my goodness. <laughs> But I I love it. it it's be watch either of them. I think they run yep. the 1947 version pretty often right now because my kids have already picked it up on the DVR. Yep. Um, but I own the I mean, I own the the remake, so that's the one I usually pull out. And in the remake, Sir Richard Attenborough plays uh, Chris Kringle, oh, yes. who's he's one of Elizabeth Perkins plays uh, the the mom. Um, mm-hmm. Great cast in 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 both versions. Edmund Gwynn uh, as uh, Chris Kringle in the first one, Maureen O'Hara as as uh, little Susan's mom. But you're right. Maybe both of them are fantastic and, and should be watched by by folks. Uh, they both leave you with a hopeful attitude. I mean, as much as Hollywood, even in the 1947, could acknowledge God and, and faith, um, they, they both do. I think they both go as far as you can expect uh, from a movie of their particular time so yes good choice good choice so uh yeah my pick was going to be a miracle on 34th street 1947 although i really do like the 90 1994 version uh andrew do uh what's what's next on your list uh for me it's it's uh it's gonna be a nightmare before christmas um mm. it's it's also a halloween movie so uh <laughs> it's high up on my list because halloween is my second favorite holiday uh, next to Christmas. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just growing up, uh, and this is not going to be the only time Tim Burton is on my list. Um, but, uh, growing up, you know, that those early Tim Burton movies were very influential for me. Um, just those whimsical worlds he's able to create. And, uh, you know, he didn't, he didn't actually direct this movie, but, uh, he did produce it, um, and had a heavy hand in it. Um, and of course, I mean, the reason why I love the movie so much is Danny Elfman's, uh, soundtrack and his, you know, his singing and, and writing, uh, songwriting. Uh, 
Um, you know, it's a movie that I watch at least, you know, twice a year, <laughs> once during Halloween and once during Christmas. Um, and it's, and I love stop motion movies and really that's, that, that might be, I mean, when I think, when you think of stop motion movies, at least for me, that's, that's the one I always go back to. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's a movie about, uh, you know, Jack Skellington, he's the pumpkin king of Halloween town. And, uh, he's starting to get bored of just celebrating Halloween every day. And he's, you know, he stumbles upon Christmas town and, and he just, he can't help himself. Uh, and it's, uh, it's really a, a magical world, uh, combining, you know, those two, uh, settings of Halloween and Christmas. And, and again, with the music and, and all the, the characters you have, you know, the little bats and ghouls and goblins, uh, that show up, you know, it, it's, it's, it's something to behold and, and something that never gets old for me. Um, and again, that soundtrack is, uh, I mean, you could, you could, it's, it's timeless. Um, uh, and it's something that uh, I think will stand the test of time. And it's one of those movies, as I think a lot of the movies on uh, that that we'll have on on our list, um, that really I don't think can ever be remade. Uh, mm. Like I don't think they can ever remake do a remake of Home Alone. You know, I right. think they've kind of tried that, but it didn't really work. <laughs> um, and, and I think the same goes for this film. Um, you know, uh, you know, maybe if they try to do a like a Pixar version of it. Um, you know, it might make a lot of money, but I don't think it'll capture the same magic. And I think yeah. Disney knows better <laughs> than to do that. Uh, but, but yeah, the night before Christmas is, is definitely uh way up there for me. So I, this, th- I have to admit, this is one I haven't seen. Um, uh, and I, oh, wow. and I should, because I'm, uh, I was, my Halloween is my birthday. So ha- Halloween's a big holiday for me too. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I guess it, it came out when I was in, uh, school, when I was in college. Um, I must have been distracted or something, not going to many movies at the time. But what's interesting is it came out in October of 1993. Um, so it was released as a sort of a Halloween movie. But you're right. I mean, everything I've seen says this is a uh, uh, it's, it's a it's both. It's a it's you could say it's either one. Right. Um, so yeah. that's interesting. Um, I, I haven't seen it either. Yeah. And, uh, oh, my wow. seven My seven year old watched it recently. He said he loved it. And I just haven't gotten back to. Uh, I think it's still on the DVR. <laughs> so well, now I'm, you make the, me want to go watch it. Yeah. I'm the millennial on this uh, podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right. That's right. Yeah, maybe it's showing a little bit. Uh, that's yeah. no, that's good. I, I like I like getting and this is it helps me find new movies to watch. Actually, uh, some of the movies on your list that are older I haven't seen either. So that's we'll, we'll get there. Um, so uh, that I guess that comes to me then. Uh, by the way, I typed in Nightmare Before 34th Street by accident in the Google. Don't <laughs> d- don't bother. <laughs> that's that's apparently a movie coming out it's next like a, year and it's not good. Uh, it's a, a Nightmare Before Elm Street and Before Christmas crossover. <laughs> I think it might be. Ooh. So I'm going to throw out one that is uh, I came too late, but I sh- but should have been a movie I watched as a kid. And that is The Christmas Story. Uh, which is such a great movie. Uh, it 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 was a TV movie from 1983, I think it was, and um, it, it it's it's it it reminds me a lot of the Princess Bride in the sense that it's it's narrated by the author, and um, I'm gonna kind of find it by um, it's it's a, from a book by Gene Shepard, and it's the story of Ralphie Parker who who his only thing he wants for Christmas is a red rider BB gun and his, and his crazy family, his, his crazy dad, his crazy mom and his uh, annoying little brother and his friends. And it's just this great story. It's with so many great lines. You'll shoot your eye out. That's where it comes from. Um, Fragile. uh, It must be Italian and and very expensive. Um, It's a major prize. In fact, uh, a friend of mine, she has an Etsy store. And she has a stamp that says Fragile, that's Italian for expensive. Um, uh, so uh, <laughs> th- th- so nice. you put that on your packages. Um, but so, I mean, and, and then just right down to the end where they they go to the Chinese restaurant for, for Christmas dinner and sing Fa La La La. And I suppose it's politically incorrect these days. But um, when I saw it, it was, uh, it was, I think TNT does a 24-hour marathon or it might be USA yeah. Network that does a 24-hour marathon of a Christmas story every year. Uh, in fact, I'm looking at this now. TBS and TNT this year are doing it. 
So yeah, they yeah they they do it pretty much every year. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, yeah. so it's a big you, one in our house. You cannot yeah. miss it. You cannot miss it if you want to see it. Iconic, iconic. <laughs> Absolutely, so great. You'll shoot your eye out. I mean, I use that for everything now. You know, like my kids ask for a, a, a box of Legos. I'm like, no, you'll shoot your eye out. It doesn't so, mean- Dom, <laughs> my girls want to know if the whole sticking your tongue to the flagpole is real. Yes. If you lick yes. the flagpole, will your tongue stick? <laughs> Don't ask me how I know, but yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, I've actually, uh, actually, I've seen people do that in college. Uh, uh, adult beverages are usually involved, but the, the uh, you know, go, go lick the, the, the fence post or the lamp pole. Yeah, it happens. So how do you get your tongue unstuck? Warm water. Lots of oh, okay. warm water. Yes. Not hot water. I'm, Good Lord. I'm not advocating for anyone to try it. It's just when you grow up yeah. where it doesn't freeze. Yes. You wonder yeah. how so, that's possible. Funny story of a Texas girl in the, in uh, snowy Ohio. When I was in stu- uh, school, I went to the University, Francisco University of Steubenville. And my girlfriend was from Texas. And um, she kept complaining that she'd have to go out and, and scrape off her car every day to get the ice off and get into her car. We had a really snowy winter that, that first year. And, and I said, well, it's easy. Just pour um, hot water over it and melts it all. I, I, I thought, I thought she knew I was kidding. So I'm, I'm sitting, we, I, my apartment was actually upstairs from hers. And uh, I hear this honking outside and I'm like, what's going on? I look out and it's Eileen in her car, honking, honking, honking. And I go down, she had done it. Poured hot water over, got her car, and it froze the door shut. Oh no! <laughs> so, I, well, what, once I was done laughing, I chipped her out and got her got her free for the car. So, yeah, yes, uh, it's it's all true, folks. It's all true. Uh, so that so that's mine is the Christmas story. Um, back to you, Shelley, on uh, Christmas uh, the Christmas movie list. What's your next one? I had a Christmas story. I'm going to Christmas in Connecticut. So, and I'm not trying to show my age. I don't know how I got onto all of these, <laughs> these 1940s movies. I really don't. But usually our parents when I was probably or yeah. that when they were when we were growing up, these are the older movies they would show often. Right. But this is a 1945 film. I didn't look up who directed it or wrote it or anything. I'm sorry, um, but I just love it. It's so cute. <laughs> so it stars Barbara Stanwyck. And Barbara Stanwyck mm-hmm. is Elizabeth Lane. Now, Elizabeth Lane is a modern woman, and she works in New York City, and she wears a coat, and she types out for, a, she works for a magazine, and I don't remember the name of the magazine. Oops. It's like a good housekeeping type of magazine. But she writes a column and called Diary of a Housewife. A yeah. Yes. So, and she, she writes about these succulent meals and how she's got this, she's on this country farm in Connecticut and how she's got this little baby so she is like the the quintessential mommy blogger today but yes (laughs) all of it's a lie she's a modern (laughs) woman living in new york and she gets she doesn't cook she can't cook at all and she gets the recipes from this uh what is he is he hungarian uh chef who is played by uh, his name is felix and he's played by sz sackle and he's wonderful he's also in uh, casablanca he was one of those that uh managed to escape before uh, World oh, War yeah. II, before the Nazis. And then he's a character actor that appeared throughout the, the 1940s. Felix is fabulous, has all the best lines. <laughs> and anyway, so the, the, the publisher of the magazine, Alexander Yardley, he wants Elizabeth Lane to host this uh, Navy hero, this World War II Navy hero, Jefferson Jones. Um, it's a long, it's, it, it, it's, it's a nice setup, but Long and the short of it is she doesn't have a farm. She doesn't have a baby and she can't cook. Enter the long suffering boyfriend who's been asking her to marry him. She keeps refusing because he's boring and not the right fit for her. But he has a farm in Connecticut. So they agree to go and and do this charade. She agrees to marry him. Spoiler alert. They don't get married. It's a (laughs) big fiasco. And they can't spend the night together because they're not married. It's hilarious. And of course, she falls in love with the sailor, Jefferson of course, Jones. The hero. And it's just quaint. The hero. Yes. And yeah. it's quaint and sweet. And it's if, if you see it on your on your TV screen pop up one day, DVR, watch it. You won't be sorry. It, it's fun. Yeah. It's, it was the it was the Hallmark movie of the day. And I love it. Sorry. <laughs> That's, uh, I, that is one I have not seen. I'm actually I'm kind of surprised because that seems like the sort of thing I might, would have played in my house when I was a kid. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I see here you can get it on uh, YouTube, Amazon Prime. A lot of these movies are available for a couple bucks online. So yeah, definitely. Um, and it's going to be on the Sundance channel uh, this Christmas season. Google is really good for that. If you look up a movie, it'll tell you when it's going to be on. So a lot of these movies are going to be available. Sydney Greenstreet was, uh, plays Alexander Yardley, which if you are an old movie aficionado, uh, Sydney Greenstreet is, is uh, famous for that. So that's awesome. That's a good one. Um, I will put that's on that's going on my to be watch list. Uh, yeah, I got to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> I have I not seen that one. Uh, uh, Andrew, what, what's uh, your next pick? Uh, my next movie is uh, a film that was that came out not too long after Christmas in Connecticut. Uh, 2003's <laughs> The Elf. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talk yeah, about movie course. marathon. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Will Ferrell uh, being the uh, playing playing the elf character and uh, John Favreau directing mm-hmm. uh, of Iron Man fame, <laughs> and re- more recently the Jungle Book, uh, and I think he's, yeah, he's doing the Lion King coming up. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, I mean, Will Ferrell is really a national treasure uh, in my <laughs> eyes, and. You know, the movie really, you know, it, it, it's, it rests on his shoulders. I mean, his performance right. um, is just, I think, one of his better performances, if not his best performance. Um, you know, he plays, uh, you know, a, a six foot tall uh, elf, or he thinks he's an elf. He's actually human, but he was raised by elves. Um, and his uh, elf father, played by uh, Bob Newhart. Um, right. Breaks the news to him <laughs> uh, one day and says, "Like, well, you know, there's a reason why you look different from everyone else." Uh, finds out that uh, uh, James uh, James Con's character uh, is his actual father, and he seeks him out in New York City. Um, and you know, is this a fish out of water uh, it's a type of film? Classic yeah. fish out of water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's so many lines uh, that are quotable. Uh, and and you know just uh, you just wait for every uh reaction uh to the real world that Will Ferrell has uh, uh one of my favorite scenes um is uh he uh he takes uh, Zoe Deschanel's character uh, out on a date his love interest um and he blindfolds her and takes her to a, a pretty uh, crappy run of the mill coffee shop uh, in New York and uh has her drink a cup of coffee while blindfolded and then when he <laughs> releases the blindfold she's like oh is this a crappy cup of coffee uh and and he's like no it's the world's best cup of coffee and you know he he believes that just because there's a sign outside that says it right, uh, right. yeah um so it just uh it's uh, a lot like uh the movie big you know where you have this man child right. you know who's out in the world right yeah absolutely yeah and and it's it's got a great cast. I mean, obviously, I already mentioned Bob Newhart, James Pond. Uh, I mean, uh, Peter Dinklage has a nice yeah. uh, cameo in it as Miles <laughs> Finch, the great uh, cartoon writer that they yeah. uh, that that Walter has to turn to uh, uh, when he's uh, having a little work crisis. Um, Peter so Billingsley, fun- who uh, was Ralphie in Christmas Story, is in it too, which is a lot of fun. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a great film. It's, it's hilarious. It's, and it, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's fun. It's good for all ages. I think, you know, adults can enjoy it just as much as kids can. Um, and, uh, it's again, another film that I think, uh, I don't, I think it's still too soon to call it timeless, but I think it will end up being mm. one of those movies that we, uh, we just watch over and over again during Christmas time. People love it. And it's hard to believe it's been 15 years since this came right. out. I, I just, couldn't believe it. Yeah, when I looked it up, I yeah. couldn't believe it. And, and awesome. tell me you don't want to get into an, any elevator that has more than 15 floors and just start running your fingers <laughs> down. Yeah. Wow, look at this. <laughs> I love when he goes up to the uh, the, the uh, department store Santa and just says, you live on a throne of lies. Of lies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last year when my daughter was away at college for the first time, I knew she was coming home the next day at Christmas time. I grabbed the, the Buddy the Elf meme and I wrote, uh, my daughter's name, but the one where he says, Santa is coming. I know him. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's good. That's an excellent pick. Excellent pick. Um, so I'll go with mine because uh, uh, I want to, <clears throat> I got so many more on my list. I want to, I don't want to miss. Um, I'm going to pick all the rest of the Christmas Carol movies. 
<laughs> so <laughs> yes. a Muppet Christmas Carol, the George C. Scott Christmas Carol, which frankly, George C. Scott, you know, when 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 George S. Patton can make you cry and not because he's berating you for being a layabout uh, soldier, but because, you know, oh, um, the Albert Finney version of A Christmas Carol, that's, which is the musical. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I won't sing anymore. People turn off the podcast, but it was uh, like, I just love that version. And then, of course, the old Alistair Sim version, the black and white, you know, uh, I mean, I love them all. I just I don't know what it is about A Christmas Carol, but it just it it the story is timeless and it it, it goes right to the heart of the human condition um, and then our necessity to find joy in other people and that we are not made to be alone. Uh, just, I love it. In fact, um, another version of a Christmas Carol is the Dr. Who, uh, Christmas Carol from 2010. The, uh, the, the, where uh, Matt Smith, uh, the, so, and you can actually hear us talk about that in the secrets of Dr. Who coming up on, uh, on Christmas Eve, the, that episode will be releasing. So definitely give that a listen and a watch. Nice plug. That's a, that's a, always cross promotions. Uh, that's, Absolutely. that's my thing. So, uh, I, I'm sorry if I've, I've taken it, somebody else's, but you know, all of the other Christmas carols that I love it. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, by the way, is really good. Don't dismiss it just because it's Muppets. It is really oh, that was, good. That's, the, that, that, that's on my list. The Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. Yeah. yeah. Michael Caine as Scrooge. Yeah. No, oh, that's, so good. Uh, I mean, Gonzo as Bob Cratchit. I mean, <laughs> oh, just so good. Uh, so uh, See, that's one I haven't seen since I was little. Yeah. Yeah. The Muppets. I, I just. It's it, yeah, I, I I hadn't seen it, saw it as an adult again, and I'm like, this stands up. This really does. Uh, so, so Dom, since you like the Christmas Carol story so much, have you seen? Well, I think it was last year's release that uh, about the man who saved Christmas, about uh, Charles Dickens writing a Christmas story or so Christmas Carol. I I did not, and our friend Mac Barron, who's done several ep uh, episodes of Secrets of Movies and TVs with us, uh, on his mo I think most recent episode of the his podcast he does with his wife uh, Catherine, uh, uh, Catholic in a small town, he panned it. He did not like it. Uh, oh. So, uh, I, 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 but Mac and I don't always have the same taste in movies. I mean, we have a similar taste, so I might give it a try. But um, I wouldn't put it on this list. But if you like since you like Christmas Carol so much, I recommend yeah. it as uh, as one to watch. OK, good, because it was the first time I'd heard about it. So um, now that you've recommended it, I'll I'll, I'll give that a try. Yeah. Uh, and, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And real quick, I'll just add it since it was on my list. Uh, Scrooged was on my list. Yes. Uh, the Richard Donner's uh, uh, film with Bill Murray. Story. Oh, yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, one too. I mean another. Yeah, along with Will Ferrell, I think Bill Murray is another national treasure. And uh, again, it's you know I think it's it's a movie that I, I, I know not a lot, not a lot of people like it. Uh, it's kind of uh, sort of mixed. I yeah. Because yeah, I think I think you can see that it's more of a cynical uh, take. It's a on, bit darker. Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's made for you know I think it was I don't know what, what, when it came out like in the, the mid eighties. I want to say yeah. Yeah. Um. But it explores the TV executive world, which can be a dark place. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Great yeah, movie. That was uh, 1988. And uh, it was it Karen Allen who played in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. She was in that as the, the love interest as well. Yeah. And music yeah. by Danny Elfman, which is uh, interesting. Uh, so, uh, I, Andrew, that, so uh, we'll, we'll call that an ancillary pick. Uh, why don't we go to your next regular pick uh, after that? Okay, uh, then I'll, we'll go to National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, um, yes. I shouldn't have given that to you. Yeah. Oh, and in fact, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love, love that film. Yeah, I'm sorry, Shelly. I skipped you for, uh, on that one, but we'll okay. I'll come back to you in a second. So, yes, uh, Christmas Vacation, you, you, you did snipe me on that one because that is one of my favorites, and I should have picked it higher uh, in our list. But, yes, <laughs> go ahead and talk about it. Yeah, I mean, it's the, uh, I believe it's the last of the, the trilogy. Um, uh, with uh, vacation, then Vegas vacation, and then Christmas vacation. Yep. Um, I will. I will admit. I think this is probably the weakest one of the three, but I think it's such a. It's one of those trilogies where every movie is actually good. Yeah. Um, and and this one is this. You know, they decide to stay home. They're not really going on vacation this time. Uh, <laughs> yes. But everything that could go wrong does go wrong. Uh, <laughs> you know, as as expected. Um. Uh, just so many scenes that are uh, memorable and iconic. I mean, when he 
you know, unwraps the Christmas tree and it breaks through all the windows. (laughs) And obviously when he turns on all the Christmas lights and it's, it's like having the sun, you know, <laughs> literally, you know, on the block, uh, yeah. blinding everyone. And it, it, it's yeah, it's it's a lot more slapstick, uh, you know, I think than the other ones. Um, uh, so it maybe might be might feel a little dated uh, for today's audience, but you know, is this a movie I grew up with? And uh, you know, Chevy Chase and uh, Beverly D'Angelo. You know the the two constants in this trilogy. I think the kids always change. Yes, um, in but, fact, the yeah. the, the son in this one, Russ in this one, is Johnny Galecki from Big Bang Theory. No, that's right. Yes. Yeah, that is right. That's, How did yeah. I not notice that? I know. Ever. It's, it's and Juliette Lewis, I think, plays. Uh, yes, uh, the, the sister, right? Yes, yes. that one yeah, I yeah. knew, but whoa. Yeah. And then you have uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus is the neighbor, the the annoying <laughs> uh, yuppie neighbor. Um, Doris Roberts is in this. Diane Ladd. I mean, it's such a. Re- I mean, and yeah. let's let's Randy not forget back in it. Randy Quaid, cousin Eddie, right? Is yeah, the best character. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. so funny! <laughs> oh, the squirrel comes leaping out at Ch- at uh, Chevy Chase, or when he's, of course, the the funniest moment. Like Chevy Chase does slapstick as well as anyone. And one of the funniest moments is when he's stuck in the attic watching the old films, yes. and then at the, like it's this very emotional moment. And at the end of it. He's sitting on the on the drop down door like to the attic. And someone opens the attic and he just see him disappear. And I just I the first time I saw that I lost it. I was it was just I they had it we it's I missed like five minutes of the movie. Just such a great, great movie. That is that is one of my favorites. Uh and and I would say in the pantheon of vacation movies, I'd put this maybe above Vegas vacation for me, but uh, it's it's a it's a, it's debatable. Um, oh, it's uh, it's number two for me. It's right after the original. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. oh, well, European Vacation was the second one actually. Um, Vegas was right. uh, oh, actually right. after Christmas. I think, I think Christmas is better than European and Vegas. Yeah, although uh, they're so right. good. In my family, look, kids, Big Ben Parliament is is a standard line. That is a standard line when we're driving. I totally anywhere. forgot. Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about European Vacation. Wow. Yes. And in our family, we we have a. I have a sister who used to podcast with me, Lisa, and uh, I have a, bro- we have a brother. Well, Lisa and I both married husbands who are named Brian. And <laughs> as the, they call themselves the outlaws, but as the outlaws, they always say, they always are threatening to get a, um, a blue leisure suit and show up as cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> they're always laughing, joking that they're the cousin Eddie. And I'm like, no, honey, I really think you're more like Clark. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all want to be cl- uh, cousin Eddie, but we're usually Clark. <laughs> uh, so that's a, uh, a great pick. I, I agree with that one. Um, Shelly, since I skipped you, I'm going back to you and, and you can pick your next uh, movie on the list. Guys, I'm back in, in the 1940s again. <laughs> <laughs> um, meet me in St. Louis. Uh, I started watching it i know i watched it when i was younger but for whatever reason i introduced it to my girls they're they're now teenagers but we started watching it when they were young and we love this movie this is judy garland in 1944 and it's the movie directed by um um oh what's his name she married him um hold on oh, peter lawford uh, uh vincente um, minnelli so Vin- it's liza yeah, yeah. minnelli's father right right um, right 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 and and i know there's a if you if you look it up there's a lot of stories about Judy Garland on this set during this time period, but I love this movie. It, it made famous the the song "Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas," mm-hmm. and um, it's basically this well-to-do upper middle class family in St. Louis. It starts in the summer of 1903 and it goes into the spring of 1904 when the World's Fair is coming to St. Louis, and uh, it, it's just the story of this family. So uh, Alonzo Smith and his wife Anna, they have four daughters. There's Rose. The oldest, there's Esther, that's Judy Garland. And then there are these two younger girls, Agnes and Tootie, who, Tootie is Margaret O'Brien. And she mm. is absolutely precious. And she sings and she dances and she's got this, this spirit that just cannot be put down. And she's typical youngest <laughs> spoiled little girl. Um, and they have a, a, a son, uh, the brother Lon. Uh, it, it, I, I can't go into all the all the the movie. It's, it's just it's beautiful and it's touching and it's sweet. And we watch it every year at Christmas time. And if it comes on, we always stop it because you got to watch Tootie. And um, <laughs> it has a great Halloween scene in there for for those of you who love Halloween. And 
uh, when they do the elephant dance, when, uh, when Judy Garland dances with Margaret O'Brien, that's usually the clip that you, you'll pick up somewhere. They're, they're doing the, I think it was called the elephant walk. Um, and she right. says like, if I like you, like you like me. Anyway, it goes on like that. It's worth the look. Um, so that's on my list. I'll have to add that to my Christmas watching because that is one I've missed. I mean, I have to say, I mean, I'm a I'm an old movie movie aficionado. My dad loves movies and grew up. I grew up him showing me movies. So, but this is one he didn't uh, show me. So I'm I'm glad to add this to my list. Uh, and, and it's funny, Andrew and I we seem to be balancing each other off with the newer movies and the older movies. So that, we get a little that, something for everybody. Anyway. That is that is a a good <laughs> a happenstance that we got. So uh, I guess we'll go to mine. Uh, my next one, and I'm gonna. I'm going to do one of those ones where people where there's a debate. I'm going to say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Uh, oh, there is no debate. <laughs> no, debate. <laughs> no debate. Good. I'm glad that we have unanimity on this uh, this panel. But uh, you know, you just you know, Christmas at Nakatomi Plaza is a must. I mean, you gotta you gotta have Bruce Willis, and, and you gotta remember, like Die Hard was Bruce Willis's movie coming out party before Die Hard. He was pretty much known for uh, the TV show Moonlighting. Uh, that he did, and, and but Die Hard was his movie where people, the, the the public at large, got who is this guy that uh, you know this action hero, and it is so great. I mean, it is. Um, you, you have John John McClane who's in you know visiting his estranged wife Bonnie Bedelia. Um, she's at a company Christmas party, and he's going there to the to the place, and he's a New York cop, and then we have um. Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber, you know, and what's the saying? Yes. It's, it's not Christmas till Hans Gruber falls from the uh, Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. You got Reginald Vell Johnson, you know, who's a great uh, character actor. He was in, uh, what was that? That, that silly family matters. Family matters. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, just, just so many, uh, you just, it, and it's such a great, so many good lines. Some you can't say on a family podcast, but you know, Still, <laughs> yippee ki yay! Uh, <laughs> we actually got a yippee ki yay in uh, the again. I'll bring up another Doctor Who reference in the most recent episode of Doctor Who, uh, which was uh, I thought had to be an homage. Uh, so, just to such a such a great movie, uh, Die Hard has to be has to be. So, uh, oh yeah, I mean the the movie. I mean, if anyone wants to debate it, it's absolutely a Christmas movie. I mean, it, you know, it, it it had to be a, a work Christmas party. You know, or, or you yep. know, Hans Gruber, uh, you know, what's the point of, of going on a random day you know, into the <laughs> office? It had to be a Christmas party where everyone's contained. Right. Um, there's Christmas music throughout the whole film. Uh, there's uh, so many references to Christmas. I mean, it take, obviously takes place during Christmas. Um, and uh, I know that the, the book that it's based off of, you know, it, it's it's takes place during Christmas. Right. So, right. Um, yeah, I don't think it's debatable. And yeah, I mean, this is uh, obviously a classic, one of the greatest action movies ever made. Um, and yeah, Bruce Willis's breaking out party. <laughs> good, good. All right, I'm glad we have uh, we have agreement on this one. Then. Um, yeah, that was on my list as well. <laughs> so uh, I guess I back to you, Andrew. Uh, what, what's next on your list? Uh, yeah, this movie uh, will also be debatable. Um, it's another Tim Burton movie. It's. Uh, Batman Returns. Um, yeah, it's I've, I've been waiting for you to tell us how this is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I'm, and I am, I am more than ready to tell you why it's a Christmas movie. I mean, the movie it opens uh, with you see the uh, origin story of uh, Oswald Cobblepot, uh, the Penguin. Yep, uh, the, the the villain of the film. Um, and right away, it's, uh, you know, there's no question, it's Christmas. Um, you know, the, his his parents, you know, walk through through a park and and, and they, they leave uh, Oswald, you know, in a little basket and they just, you know, push him into the sewer or this river that flows into a sewer. Um, and you see, uh, you know, the one of the, the first action pieces in the film uh, takes place uh, during a Christmas lighting uh, ceremony uh, for Gotham City. Um, yeah. And again, there's snow everywhere. Uh, it's, uh, uh, the, the, one of the, the, one of the final, the, I believe it is the, the last line of the film, or, or at least it's, uh, it's Alfred's last line of the film. He wishes Bruce Wayne, uh, Batman, uh, a Merry Christmas. Um, mm -hmm. and I could be wrong, but I think, I think I'm right on that. <laughs> um, but, 
but yeah, I mean, again, I mean, the whole setting is is just it, it takes place during Christmas. I think it's the same argument for I think for Die Hard is it's it's it takes place during Christmas, and a lot of elements uh, of of the plot um, have to do with the the Christmas time of year. I mean, uh, Oswald Cobblepot being raised by penguins um, and being called the penguin, you know, flourishes in cold weather. Right. So he's mainly staying underground uh, most of the year. Uh, and, and, you know, Christmas time is where he's most comfortable being outdoors. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, the movie, again, it's, uh, I grew up, I mean, I, I love Batman. He's my favorite superhero character. Um, and the, the 1989 film, along with the Batman animated series were, were my first sort of introduction to the character before I got into the comic books. Um, um, so it, it's, it's a movie that, you know, it's, it's, it's another movie that's kind of uh, mixed between, you know, critics and fans, you know, when the 1989 movie came out with all that success, um, I think the studio just basically gave Tim Burton a bunch of money and said, Hey, uh, do whatever you want, and that's what you got with Batman Returns. So it's it's kind of a, uh, uh, you know, it's a lot of it's like every any Tim Burton movie. You either love it or you hate it. You know, it's it's something where uh, if you can dive into the world and uh, just be a part of it, then you'll have a great time. But if you're put off by any of it, the 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 whimsical nature of it, or um, the fantastical you know architecture and the wild costumes. <laughs> You know, it's definitely not your 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 grandpa's Batman, um, <laughs> but it's uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. I think plays. I think she. I think her performance is the best performance in the whole movie, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, um, because I think Danny DeVito's brilliant and Michael Keaton as well, obviously. But I think her performance as Catwoman uh, was really iconic. Um, and uh, again, it's hard to do two villains. Uh, in one film and do it right. And yep. I think that's one of the first movies that, that actually were able, was able to do that. Um, yeah. Just, just look at the so, next yeah. Batman movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and then, you know, they, they, they thought Tim Byrne made a mistake with that film. And then yeah. they hired Joel Schumacher. Yes. The, next one. <laughs> the rest was history. Well, when you so, said Batman returns, I don't always know based which, on the title which batman movie it is and which batman actor it is and did i see that one but yes i have seen batman returns uh i think i saw it back in 92 and i don't know if you know this but guess who did the musical score for it danny elfman there yeah. you go we're, we're <laughs> yeah. seeing a commonality here well and, absolutely and i have to say andrew you're not alone in picking batman returns as a christmas movie in fact according to the tampa bay times earlier today um Batman Returns is Florida's favorite Christmas movie. The, the state of Florida agrees with you. Oh, wow. It is the most streamed Christmas movie uh, in Florida, according to oh, Florida. according to some study <laughs> that somebody did of, of streaming movies around Christmas time. So uh, it is it qualifies as a Christmas movie. So good. Um, Shelly, let's go back to you for your uh, let's do a final uh, final pick here. And then we'll we'll bring out whatever le uh, we have left to, to mention after after we get a, a couple final picks in. So what's your your last regular pick? My last regular pick was the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So we okay. we talked about every movie that was on my list. So okay. we overlapped just in the right places. Oh, so good. do you and Andrew have a have one that we didn't get to? Andrew, I'll let you go, and then I'll get the the last word in on on mine in case uh, we we overlapped, and I'll give that to you as the uh, guest. So what what do you got? Okay, well the the one I have is 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 a movie. That's really a guilty pleasure. It's Jingle All the Way. Um, <laughs> and it's strictly because of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And just hearing him deliver these lines, <laughs> it, 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 it just, it's music, you know, to my heart. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a horrible movie. I mean, it, it's really the, it's very, the the CGI is dated. You know, the story is like all over the place. And, and uh, it's it's really full of cheese and, and corniness. Uh, you have Sinbad as as the other uh, star in the film, uh, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, you know that that era, you know, I guess from like Kindergarten Cop to the Jingle All the Way, you know, he had a good run of some family films. Yeah, uh, that you know, for me growing up, uh, were always um, influential and were always playing in the house. Uh, so. Yeah, Jingle All the Way. And, I mean, uh, yeah, Turbo Man. <laughs> I've never seen it. Can you just give me a real high level idea of? Sure. What yeah. It's about? So it's uh, it's 
it's basically about um so arnold schwarzenegger is it's a it's a movie about this turbo man doll so turbo man is the hottest christmas gift everyone wants to get for their kids every kid wants it it's at the top of their list and arnold schwarzenegger is is on a mission to find turbo man uh, at any store he can and then sinbad plays another father and 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 they kind of go at it and and they try to yeah, it's 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 really amazing. It gets ridiculous towards the end. At one point, he's in a Turbo Man costume with a jetpack, and <laughs> he's up in the air. Yeah, it's it's totally ridiculous. It's it's a guilty pleasure. Um, and again, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, can do no wrong in my eyes. I think I'll that the, it, uh, yeah, I bet the writer had a child who wanted Cabbage Patch. <laughs> well, I was gonna say this came out right around when that phenomenon of the must-have Christmas gift was really starting to peak i mean you had the the tickle me elmo and the cabbage patch and these toys that would sell out at christmas um i i don't see that as much anymore i don't think we we we, we've got those now uh maybe last christmas was a nintendo switch or something but but that that really captures this movie captures that phenomenon really well um by the way his son is played by a pre-phantom menace uh jake lloyd who played anakin so uh, oh. if you want to see early Jake Lloyd, who, uh, you know, God bless him, his 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 life post Star Wars has not been great. He needs some prayers. But uh, but in early Jake Lloyd in this one. Uh, that's a good one. Good. Jingle all the way. Oh, guilty pleasures are always good at, uh, for Christmas movies. Yeah. And of course, you have the, the late great Phil Hartman in it um, also as well. Uh, and uh, who I also love growing up watching Saturday Night Live. Oh, uh, yeah. He's someone that. Yeah uh that that was also you know a movie he probably <laughs> he obviously did for the money but yeah gone too soon yeah yeah uh, absolutely so i'll i'll pick my last uh my last for my regular pick is i'm gonna go with the standard of the classic white christmas um now i have to say i used to confuse this white christmas and holiday inn they're both bing crosby christmas movies that take place at a country inn um but this but um this was the the first one and this is uh danny k bing crosby they're uh a uh i mean it just it harkens back to a different era they're uh they're they're back in the um oh, what do you call it the the this the vaudeville circuit uh the the nightclub circuit where they're doing you know nutty shows and they're they're veterans of world war ii um, they find out that their old general that every guy in the division just loves, they'd fall him to hell and back again. And his, his, uh, uh, inn that he retired to in Vermont is struggling because Vermont hasn't gotten any snow this, this year at Christmas time. And so they had global warming back in the, in the forties, apparently. And, um, the, they, they had, they go, they resolve to go and, you know, they're a big, big time, um, New York, uh, you know, circuit act. Um, and they go to uh, to to uh, help out and to bring business. And they uh, they end up bringing their whole sh- road show up. And meanwhile, there are these two sisters, plays by uh, Rosemary Clooney and Vera Allen. And they they um, they go with them. They, they end up there together. I think, I, I, the, I think they actually kind of uh, Danny K maneuvered it so that they ended up, that they ended up following the sisters because he wants Bing Crosby to hook up with rosemary clooney's character betty and they you know you know how it ends they end up to get all together and pairing off and um beautiful ending there is a white christmas because they named the movie white christmas so you know it's i'm not spoiling anything um and it's just heartwarming and lovely and it's new england in the winter and lots of great musical numbers and just classic uh movie with a just and it evokes a classic era it's probably it's an idealized look at a period of time i know that but it's such a cool era of 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 American life and, you know, people dressing up to go to the theater and, you know, drinking martinis and that whole thing. It's just a, I love everything about this movie. Um, it's funny. It's cool. And it's it's it isn't Christmas till I've watched it. So um, White Christmas, Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and Rosemary Clooney. Uh, just a great movie. Uh, perfect. Movie. Some really good songs in that one. The song they oh, sing yeah. on the train when they sing "Snow." Oh yes, "Snow, Snow." Uh, the the yeah, I mean cla- the classic harmony. "White Christmas." Uh, the 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 song itself. I mean, yeah, it is a it is a great soundtrack. Uh, to if Sisters. you if you picked it up, 
<laughs> yes. When, and they, when, when when the guys come out and because the girls are skipping out, I forget why this girl skipped the, out. And, and the, the, the guys the rent. come out doing yeah. the, the fan dance. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> they, that they, one was filmed in 1954. Yep. Yep. Uh the best things happen when you're dancing. I mean, just so so great. So great. Um so so that's that's our regular list. Are there any other movies we didn't discuss that you just want to throw out there? You want to just drop uh, drop on the list um, that that you might have. There aren't in your favorites, perhaps, but are, are are Christmas movies you think of? Well, what do you got, Shelley? Why don't you go first and, and drop those out? I have three on my not my favorites, but they I love I love these movies, but they're they weren't enough to make my list. Uh, okay, uh, the Santa Claus, the original one with Tim Allen. I love yep. Tim Allen. He, he he could be in almost anything oh, yeah. and I have to watch. Yeah. Um, Polar Express, which part of me wants to like, and then it starts <laughs> playing and I'm like, eh, maybe not so much. <laughs> but my kids still, my, my littlest one still loves it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, this one's kind of like Die Hard. It, 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 you could classify it a, a Christmas movie or not, but it's trading places. Although. <laughs> yes. I introduced that's, it that's... to my girls and realized that I forgot it's Eddie Murphy in the eighties <laughs> and if, and we see it so often on, oh, no. on cable and on, you know, on the, on however you get your, your TV these days, we get it all bleeped out. Yes. They clean and it so up. When we, yeah. we bought the DVD and we started playing it and then it's all the F word. You're like, Oh, you, Oh, we can't, Oh, turn it off. Turn it off quick. <laughs> so we try to watch it come up, but if you watch it on TV, they sometimes shorten it for commercials and you're like, ah, oh, but I it's know. a great, great, I mean, it's just so much fun. Yes. Oh, that's a good, good list. Good list. Uh, how about you, Andrew? Anything uh, that we didn't discuss that you want to throw out there? Yeah, Shelly actually took a couple of mine, uh, Trading Places and uh, Santa Claus. But um, Edward Scissorhands is another one. I mean, keeping with the Timber and Danny Elfman theme. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, uh, again, another debatable one. But, you know, about the last third of the movie takes place uh, around a Christmas party. Ooh, allow it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the final scene, you know, is uh, as you know, spoilers when Edward is you know banished from the town and and he's uh, working on one of his ice sculptures. Um, you know, it, it snow falls you know for the first time in that town right. because he lives you know up in the mountains and uh, the speed of which he can work his hands you know uh, causes snow to fall on the town and and I think that's a very iconic Christmas sort of uh, scene. Right. Uh, from movie history. Uh, another film uh, I would also put on there uh, is uh, Gremlins, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the horror classic. Yes. Uh, I like yeah, the way you it, think, it, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I, I had to throw these I had to throw these uh, oddballs out there. Yeah. Uh, but this one, I think, is less debatable. I mean, it's 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 really it really is a Christmas movie. It takes place on Christmas, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. On Christmas, yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the uh stripe you know the uh the the head gremlin yep. you know he was a nightmare for me uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh yeah he was this uh it's a it's a fun movie it's a fun movie to to go back to and you know just put on and, and have a good time good um and uh another another movie um uh i'll i finally have a classic on my list uh the apartment um uh the apartment uh uh, is 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 a film um again it takes place during christmas time it's not necessarily a uh a christmas uh movie um okay. per se but um you know it's a movie that came out in 1960 uh jack lemon uh, mm -hmm. plays the starring role directed by one of the greatest directors of all time billy wilder yep. um you know it's a very i mean for its time it was a very risque movie i mean it's about uh, you know, this guy who has an apartment uh, and he allows his coworkers to use it, uh, you know, to meet with their mistresses. Um, and it's, uh, and it's kind of a sad movie, but, um, it's, you know, it's one of those movies like, you know, I went to film school and it's, it's a movie that we, uh, that, that, that I studied a lot. Um, and Billy Wilder is a director that, that I, that I go back to, uh, for sure. And, and this is one of his greatest movies. Um, so those are the ones I'll throw out and, there. And an Academy Award winner for Best Picture. So it's it's Yeah, it's one a, of the rare comedies yeah. that, that won a Best Picture. Yeah. yeah. Shirley McLean, Fred McMurray, and Jack Lemon. Yeah, a great movie. Great movie. Uh, I hadn't thought of it as a Christmas movie, but you but you're right. I mean Christmas is a is a key part of it. Um so good. All right. 
Um, the only one I'll throw out there uh, is, as a remainder is uh, The Christmas Chronicles, which is a new Christmas movie this this Christmas on Netflix. Uh, Kurt with Russell, right? Kurt Russell. Um, mm. And it's 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 a lot of fun. I mean, it's an it's a very different Santa, I got to say. But Kurt Russell as Santa is pretty cool. Um, he's he uh, these kids whose dad was a firefighter who died um, are struggling with Christmas and having Christmas. And they end up the, the classic. They, they want to take a video of Santa and, uh, you know, in the act and end up creating havoc with Christmas is in danger. And they have to help Santa get back the, the reindeer and the and, and escape the cops. And Santa goes ends up in jail where he has a, he, he does a like a, a music video with the uh, with the guys in jail with him. Who one of them was played by Stevie Van Zandt from the E Street Band, from uh, Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, and all these like musicians that you know. Uh, such a they sing this great song. Just such a great great. It's a lot of fun. Not not will never be in the pantheon of the greatest Christmas movies, but it's a lot of fun. So I would I recommend people just check it out. The Christmas uh, Chronicles. It's 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 fun for a new Christmas movie. Well, that just is heard about that recently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get check. Yeah, it popped up on my Netflix feed. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. Uh, the, it 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 takes a bit to get going, but once it does, it it it's fun. It it's it doesn't break any new ground. But Kurt Russell as Santa is pretty cool. Uh, and then there's a surprise of Mrs. Claus uh, at the end. But uh, that's it. Uh, that's that's a that's our list. And uh, I'm you know, folks, you you might have other movies that we didn't get to and we'd probably agree with you that they should be on the list too but you know we didn't want to be here all night talking about these so why don't you uh let us know what is what are your favorite christmas movies what do you think of our picks are we right do you disagree is die hard not a christmas movie you, you tell us even though you're wrong uh but we'll, we'll we want to hear from you so uh and what are other christmas movies that you love i mean i, I kind of mentioned holiday inn but maybe that's your favorite <clears throat> we want to hear from you uh, so, you know, if you, what, what you can do is you can, um, go to sqpn.com slash secrets or the Starquest Facebook page, look for sqpn on Facebook and leave us some feedback there on the, uh, the, this episode's listing, or you can send an email to secrets at sqpn.com. Um, please remember to like secrets and movies and TV show on Facebook, retweet the episodes on Twitter to leave us comments and reviews in iTunes or other podcast directories. Be sure if you, if you haven't subscribed, be sure to subscribe in iTunes, Google play stitcher, tune in your favorite podcast app or YouTube, where you can hit the bell to make sure you get notifications when we post a new episode there above all, share the podcast with your friends, help us grow our community of listeners. That's the only way we grow uh, is when you tell other people about it. I mean, we, you know, people run, run across it and, discover it here or there but it's when you share it with other people that really uh, has makes a difference so um and then we'll i'll put the list of all the the movies that we picked i'll put that on on the show notes on our website and uh until next time uh andrew hermes thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of christmas movies thank you very much dom it was a pleasure and shelly kelly thank you as well it was my great pleasure to be here thanks dom and once again, I'm Don Bettinelli. Thank you for listening to the secrets of movies and TV shows on StarQuest. And Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and God bless us, everyone. This is Don Bettinelli again. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast and that you'll help us keep producing the podcast you love. Thank you for your generosity. To make your pledge and find out about the free thank you gifts we'd like to send you, visit sqpn.com slash give. That's sqpn.com slash give.